Welcome to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table, a podcast with three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast intergalactic space of the interwebs, and it's the one and only the songstress, seamstress, mistress, and mattress of the generation, who is intergalactic superstar of the world and is like Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond. Wake up. <laughs> That's a little bit of an excerpt on um, <laughs> some spoken poetry that I'm, mm. that I'm currently in the works of writing. Yeah. So I'm very excited to show that one day to you all. Um, this week is Samoan Language Week. And so just going through reading different articles on the history of Samoa, how we were able to get independence from the colonial administration or the New Zealand administration, which was under the British government. And so that was a good thing was just for me to go over it, read about it, and then just think of people that joined in the fight for us to get independence. So yeah, that was a highlight for me. In that it has been Samoan Week, mm-hmm. so like, can you bless us with a word? With a word, so the Samoan... And I will bless everyone with one too. Okay. The Samoan word for today is mapungi. <laughs> mapungi. Mapungi, which mapungi. means to shut your mouth. And so if someone's talking to you too much, you like, mapungi. <laughs> I thought you were saying that's what it mean, that means Wait. today. <laughs> so what does kapungi mean? Kapungi means close. And mapungi means to shut. Mapungi is kind of like the, what do you call it again, the slang way of saying shut your mouth. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's a longer version that I know. Mm-hmm. What's but mapungi... The lo- What's the longer version? Like, um, yeah. yeah, but mabungi. Yeah. <laughs> why are you giving me? Why are you looking at me? Because you were talking, and I was like, mabungi bras, <laughs> mabungi. It's the way that he's saying of a B. Yeah. Oh, it's a P, like mabungi. Mabungi. Yeah. Yeah. Mabungi. What's your word? The word that I have chosen. So I grew up with this word, um, mm. and it was used to describe like very horrendous things, like ghost and mm-hmm. beast, and it's Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. Like, you know, if we heard a sound and um, my mum would be, oh, it's a puffy. And like, I always associated that word with mm. being a ghost or a beast or yeah. something monstrous. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, I actually found out from Salon, it does not mean that. Means cow. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so cows can be ghosts, though. So all this time, we've been scared of the cow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a puffy. <laughs> Bobby, I'm you, would you use that openly besides yeah. now? No, oh, I, I was just about to read my brother, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and just looking, to confirm. looking back at, at any point in your life where you used it and someone gave you a weird look, are you thinking now, oh, that makes sense? Oh, no, I don't think I ever used it openly in public. Just like around family or yeah. other? Bobby, yeah, so it means Bobby. ghost and monster. <laughs> It's a new slang. But, yeah. <laughs> it's like my boogie. Make it trending. <laughs> so this week, what we wanted to talk about was the voice results show that Ooh. happened mm-hmm. about a week ago. This season for The Voice, we had four contestants compete. Three of them were people of colour. One of them was a white Australian. And there was a bit of controversy online because the white Australian won. So we just listened to The Voice finale, like the solo performances. Who do you think should have won? Oh. Or who would you have chosen? Because I, I watched it live yeah, and I, I voted I, too. Did yeah, you? I, I didn't watch the show. I watched certain clips over the past few weeks. Like the first clip I saw was the girl Celestial because she did Deja Vu by Beyonce, and I thought that was her version of it was amazing, like iconic. And I noticed that it got quite a few international celebrities. It got their her attention. run, yeah, went on, on TikTok definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's a challenge. And so even Tyrese joined her on Instagram, I think uh, Instagram Live, as well as Ray J uh, Brandy's brother. So quite a few 
international celebrities or singers it got their attention and so i saw her clip then i saw um faith's clip and and i saw a clip of jordan as well i think if it was like out of all of them i would have gone with the celestial girl just because i loved her version of um, but she wasn't in the top four i know she wasn't in the top (laughs) four she didn't make it you had to choose on the top four okay so out of the top four for me personally just listening to those we just listened to the final four performances i would have gone with tando yeah i would have gone with tando or faith I think when Faith hit the high note and beautiful, like it, sh- it sent an electric shock down my spine. Oh, electric shock! It was like, beautiful. Like, I can't do it, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I felt that. I was, was like, so accurate. I am beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Yeah. If you watched it live, she looked beautiful too. Yeah. It was awesome. What an amazing performance! The, the stage production was really nice. Re-listening to it, yeah, Tando solo was really good. But um, I voted for Jordan. Okay. Twice and then Faith once. Yeah. yeah. Like Listen to Jordan, it, he kind of gave me like a CR feel, the way that he sings. It kind of reminds like a male version of CR. Like the way he holds his notes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like. There's something similar anyway, but great voices across the board. It was all over social media how people were really upset, saying that it was white privilege and things that Lockie won. So do you think that that's an accurate assumption? I don't think it's an accurate assumption on the actual show itself, mm. but I think it's a fair representation of maybe Australian as a society mm-hmm. but the way people were going at the show that's misdirected well what do you mean by it's accurate to australian society well you have to vote for the person yeah it's not the show's fault yeah i agree so if people are voting for this particular person then that is a reflection on australia society mm. with how the show works the winner is based on votes is that not right yeah so for me i'm just like because he won that means the public voted for him the majority of the australian public that tunes in and watches the show that follows the show they preferred him because i assume that you can vote as many times as you want on your phone no right when you vote via text it's you can only vote you get three votes per phone number yeah and people were calling that was unfair though as in to limit how many votes you can have, you automatically dissected the audience for the other three. What do you mean by that? As in, so you divided the audience for the three people of colour because it was limited. Like, I, I couldn't vote for Jordan three times, for Faith three times, and for Tando three times. I had to. I only had three votes to give. Mm-hmm. Two votes here, one vote there, and you, that was it. But you couldn't vote three times for the person that you wanted? You could. Okay. You could vote that, but as in, so you're splitting the audience. Like, if you have limited amount of how many times you can vote, you're limited. Because before, back in the day, it was unlimited. You could just, mm. you could and unlimited. You know what I mean? So maybe want, the yeah. actual number of people that support you may not, it may not be as much as another audience, but you can still win if your audience is more rabid and more fervent. Yeah. Mm. But do you think that people should be voting according to race or according to preference of sound? Preference of sound, always. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, I, was, I was just asking the question because that was raised as in that kind of um, made the legitimacy of the voting process mm-hmm. a bit sketch because for some reason you limited it the amount of votes you could. To me, it makes more sense. So, for example, Same. people who can't who can't afford to vote as many times as they want, if it's only, co- oh, I don't even know how much text costs nowadays, if it's only like 15 cents a, a text and you can limit three times and that means that's the maximum from their phone. For me, that's a lot more accurate in my opinion. Mm. And it, it's an accurate portrayal of who people vote for. Because if you really like the one person, you would, all, all three all three votes to that one person you wouldn't divide it yeah but also tying back to the comment that you said about preference of sound but i also believe that preference of looks can yeah, come into play so i can kind of see where some of the remarks can kind of slide in in terms of how white being more attractive in mm. a sense but not to the point where i think it's rigged yeah um because when it comes to the australian music market 
I mean, you look at who is in the mainstream media, you know, you can kind of tell what they kind of gear towards in mm-hmm. terms of their looks and the, the type of sound that they bring out. Because, I mean, like, from the beginning of, like, the creation of these kind of, like, singing competition shows, there's always been a Pacifica person in it. Like, the first run there was Paulini and Ricky Lee. Also, Rebecca Lavoni and Levi. I remember you. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, them. No, I still remember you. You also need to give props to, um, what's his name? Sai, his name is Sai and Latu. They're in pop stars. Like oh, oh back okay. in the day, Channel Seven. Yeah, going back. <laughs> yeah, back, back, back. <laughs> oh no, it was because he ended up winning um, X Factor, right? Later Sai ended up on... being in Random. The yeah. group? Yeah, so yeah. there was Random, there's been Fortunate, there was uh, Young Divas with Emily Williams, yeah. there was... But they're not all winners. No, they're not all but winners. Yeah, but yeah. The only winner that we've had from our community or from our region was Stan Walker. Yeah. That's, he's the only one I can yeah. I can recall taking it out. Yeah. And for me, I can still see that he's quite famous with his uh, with his singing and, and what he's, he's, he's been able to achieve success. It's hard to, to account why people listen to what music. Yeah. Whether it's a connection with culture or whether it's you actually like the sound... It's so subjective. So when mm. people were crying foul about the results show, I, ca- I couldn't help but like, I was like, this isn't the battle to choose for this. Like, it's not worth kicking up a stink because I don't think the complaints are legitimate. Wait, why do you think it's not worth kicking up a stink? They're trying to attack the legitimacy of the show, like Lamar had talked about yeah. but i was like but that's not their fault like if the australian public didn't vote them in like mm. any of the people of color then that's how they voted not that the voice is known for producing any good talent anyway because <laughs> no winner has made it yeah off the, on the panel just come and guy sebastian made it because of australian idol not because of the voice yeah the voice across the world Marba didn't even win as well no, no she, she didn't so taking Which she should like, i can't even remember who won damien well, leith He's a um, the UK, Irish, the Irish dude. Oh yeah, I remember him. But where's he? Um, he, he had a he had a Pacific Islander wife. Oh really? Yeah, that's what. To be honest, I remember. I, oi, <laughs> I, re- no, oi, I remember coming home. I remember coming home. Get and oi, even my mum was like, "Oi, we'll vote for Dame." Like, as in, gave me her phone because his wife's Tom. No, nah, because for me, I will always remember Jessica Malboy's vocals because she's so good. Yeah. Like her, I will never forget her audition when she did Whitney Houston. I was like, that was iconic, especially her doing it in the middle of a desert. But for me, I, f- I felt that she should have won. Yeah. And that was a long time ago. But then mm. it goes to what Lamar was saying when it does come to the look of a person, whether it comes to race or size or whatever, that does seem to be taken into account when Australian society votes. But it's, it's weird because like with the show like The Voice, I know the premise is the idea that it's solely based on The Voice, mm. but you can see the contestant from the first audition onward. You know what I mean? So the only part where the voice actually is the only factor you would turn around is the audition, is the audition part. Mm. And then afterwards, it becomes like every other show yeah. Yeah. where you have to be the whole package. Yeah. yeah. Also, side note, Matt Corby didn't win either. <gasps> but Matt Corby's like... Do you know what I mean? Two years in a row, season four, four and five, I was like, the runners-up is better than the winner. Now, you know what I'll never forget? There was a guy, Sebastian, never chose Nysol. <laughs> oh, that's another name to drop. Nysol. Nysol, that's the <laughs> Australian music scene, I do feel like there is diversity, but just when it comes to whether they're like on mainstream or commercial, it's not as much. If we're talking about the underground music mm. scene, there is massive such a diverse range of artists that exist and that are also coming out at the moment as well. Mm. And it's so nice to see. Yeah. But the mainstream media 
I mean, can we even name top five? See, so we got CL. Letters. It's a lot of letters. Like, <laughs> like the ones the that are names. <laughs> I don't know. Kid, Lo- Kid Laroi's one that is. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. But Justin he's indigenous, Bieber. isn't he? Yeah, he's Kid indigenous. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, one four. I don't think they're mainstream. Are they mainstream? Are they considered mainstream? No, um, not yet. But they're massive. Kid they're massive. Kid Laroi had them in concert. Yeah. Did you see? Yeah, he put Kid them Laroy out. Put them out. Brought them out onto his stage. Yeah. Like that's big. That's massive because they're not allowed to perform in their own home state. The thing is, I don't know who Kid Laroi is. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. You know the song. So Kid Laroi sold out Kudos Arena, I think. Oh, yeah. well. And he bought out 1-4 at okay. Kudos. And I thought that was cool. But yeah, like, see, Kid Laroi. I don't know any other. Oh, you're just Australian or across yeah, the board? Like, I'm trying to Aussie, think, like, Aussie. current Aussie. top five, like, just thinking of the tones and I. That's my kid, that's my kid, that's my kid. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, like, it was artists that would promote, like, a whole album and that would be mm. big and they would, it would go from album to album. But I feel like now, back to back album success is rare. Yeah. Like, that's not a guarantee. That's why names like Adele stand out or Sia or mm. Beyonce because those artists can deliver time and time again. But there are a lot of, like, it's they're, like they're not mainstream. They're gaining a lot of popularity. Mm. Like, there's Kai. Like, here in Australia. Kai, yeah. TK. Kai is amazing. There's, oh, what's his name? No, I think they're quite popular. The Sam Wundu that leads that band. Gangs of Youth, they're quite popular. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But they're, they're concert, oh, I wouldn't say mainstream either. No, they're, like, indie alternatives. Yeah. yeah. To me, mainstream is mainstream because majority of the people can just have it on and it's just mm. bubblegum. It's considered pop. Pop stuff yeah, in the background. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So giving highlight to every single genre will kind of defeat the purpose. Like there's a reason why mainstream is mainstream to me because people listen to it. It's all funded by money. So if you stop listening to it, the bubblegum stuff, they will stop playing it. But we keep doing it for a reason. And to me, that makes sense why Lockie won over the three. Because Australia as a whole is just not really into supporting Australian artists that make that kind of music. Because we have R&B Fridays on a yeah, radio station. But Australia as a whole isn't yeah. into that kind of music. But whenever it comes to R&B Fridays, I do hear a lot of people play it and it's not just like people of colour because now I feel like R&B hip-hop has become mainstream and become popular so you'll find a lot of younger Aussies especially getting into hip-hop getting into R&B but to me it's more like a retro fad oh you don't know this song mm. they can sing No Scrubs but I was like can you name all members of TLC <laughs> um, nah do you know the, the, right you know the choreography right nah. <laughs> Because I don't watch TV anymore. So that's why I didn't watch The Voice. I only saw clips on the internet, like IG or on um, Facebook. So a lot of the younger generation, people who were into, say, R&B, hip-hop and that kind of sound, I feel like if they were watching those shows, those shows yeah. then maybe they would have voted. But a lot of the older generations are the ones turning on a remote when a lot of us are just watching. No, it is. So. Watching it live was a weird... That's the first live show in a while that I've watched. Mm. But it was a weird experience watching with ads, yeah. waiting for the next performance. Performance. I was like, this is weird. Usually I just watch YouTube clips the next day. I literally don't watch TV anymore. I just watch like streaming sites. With the accessibility, it gives more opportunity for underground artists. It does, but there's also a sense of like, because there's so much... Mm. Now it's saturated. It's over- yeah, yeah, it's very saturated and overwhelming. True. But what was the question? Do you think streaming affects? Do you think streaming sites have affected the, the popularity of those kind of shows? Um, Maybe like, I don't know, maybe in a voting sense, possible. I can see how that may, because if you're not watching the show and, but then you can vote after like, it's because like seeing stuff like that, like I'm not going to watch it unless somebody links it to me and says, oh, this is really amazing. You need to see it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something that I really want to seek out, it's not something that I, would just oh it's, it's today's the voice like oh it's the day after the voice let me just go on youtube and look up the clip like no it's not going to be something that i look for unless 
it's trending or viral mm. or somebody sends us a meme. I don't know if it's streaming services directly, but I think the internet mm. has affected shows like that merely because the inter- like the new way mm. to consume media isn't always isn't through the TV. Streaming services, both audio and visual, have taken over. Yeah, because I remember like back in the day watching those shows. You used to, I used to get invested. Oh, we went like, like, oh my gosh, I can't. I want this person to win. They would tune in because it would come on multiple times in a week. But nowadays, I'm just like, wait, who's on? Not <laughs> just that. If we, if we talk about like Australian Idol back in the prime, mm. the finale was at the Sydney Opera House. There was yeah. like thousands of people. It was a whole thing. And this finale, I believe they do it like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, apparently they record a few Multiple yeah, winners. winners. That's why it was and awkward. Then, if you, have you seen the announcement? No. It's weird. Like, the, the, it seems fake. Yeah. Because it is fake. Because that's what they do on RuPaul in order to, so that the real winner, no one can like yeah. uh, blow the lid on the surprise. Yeah. And so that the real winner is announced instead of people doing the, yeah. oh my gosh, I know who won already. Which is a good thing, but. Because, yeah, they filmed walks. it almost like a camp, like a bubble. They should have just done it could, live. Well, no, because they couldn't risk having something last minute change it with COVID. So that's why they put everyone in a bubble, testing every day so that there was minimal exposure to the outside world. So even as they were going through the performances, the contestants didn't see their family for a while. It was almost like they were off at a boot camp in the competition. Mm -hmm. And so there's an episode where their family comes in, they're allowed to visit. Um, It's very emotional um, if you watch it. Like RuPaul. Oi, no, when Tendo's little girl comes out, I was like, oi. She's a mom? She's a mom. That stuff always makes you cry. Yeah. Like, that's actually, that is also a great way to get me to vote for you. <laughs> if you have a sob story. If you have a freaking sob If you have a sob story, like, I'm no, there. But you know what? Like, in all honesty, I used to get really. Wait, is this shade? I did shade. But I used to get really annoyed whenever they would have Islanders back in the day on these TV shows because they would focus on, like, they have 20 people living in one room. <laughs> <laughs> Because it seemed like it was the same narrative yeah. that was being repeated. I'm like, oh yeah, next next year's gonna be there are 50 people living in one room, okay, one mattress, 50 people. But I was just like, I hate when they do that. But then I get like the whole thing of like when you see someone's background story, and especially when they're the underdog, and you're just like, man, I'm rooting for the underdog. I want them to win. Okay. But then when it comes to the winner, it's not the underdog. So <laughs> like, you know, maybe they just use them for the views. Who knows? But I, I was listen, like listening to his vocals. I don't think he's bad. No, like he's good, and I th- feel like it's for a certain genre of music. Yeah, like all of them is for you can hear them fit into. Oh, they would be good as R and B, or they'll be good as like mm. folky or whatever. So for me, I'm just like, oh, he's 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 a good singer. I think it's a good representation of what Australia listens to. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. the he's kind of like a okay. He's not as good a vocalist as Matt Corby, but he's oh, down he's that line. Good. Um, how he's down you? that line. He has that. Okay, okay the wish version. Whoa! I do not claim these sentiments. I've been to see Matt Corby twice, and he is better live, which is impossible. to Oh, imagine. did you? You went to see him twice. <laughs> Did you? Was it amazing? He was supposed to come with me one time, and then Matt, co- uh, Matt was <laughs> Matt. Like oh, Matt, who? did he call? He Matt called. Corby was sick, so then he got cancelled. So we only got to listen to Vera Blue, and then when my flight was, I was leaving. He was to leaving go back to, to go to America, and then I was like, "Oh, too bad." <laughs> and then I gave a free ticket to someone else. Yeah, free ticket. To but Matt he Corby. is better live than he is, and I'm just like, oh, I'm sure. To- <laughs> I'm sure he's amazing. Does winning matter? Does winning these shows matter? 
But I think I think initially, especially when I saw he gets a hundred k. That's big. To someone is that like after tax or pre- oh, true? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's still, no, it's still a lot of money. Pre tax or after tax? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's still a lot of money. No, it's, it's still money. A lot. Yeah, so and other, is it sh- is it hundred k cash or is it hundred k worth of a recording contract? No, it says hundred k including and then a with recording, the contract. recording contract. Okay. So I'm like, oh no, that's big for all four of those people. That's that's a big deal. But at the same time, to make it into the music business, I don't think you need a winner show. I might be wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you really want, if you are very passionate in that, the way that you really want to see the representation, then amplify those voices. Yeah. Like, go and support them. Then, mm. not as in like support people. I mean, yeah, obviously support people in future with that come on these types of shows. But if they have gigs or something, like go, yeah, go, them. go support them. If they're going to all, uh, if they are posting music, post a comment. Mm-hmm. Let them know that you're Share listening. It. Amplify them in the, in in those ways instead of Channel Seven, The Voice, yeah. Instagram. Like, what are they gonna do? Mm. Another sub, another committed. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> that was me being like an executive producer at Channel Seven. Wait, is that even Channel Seven? Yeah, it's Channel Seven. Though, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like another sub saying this is rigged. <laughs> That's yeah. It's good because what it honestly, what the dog pile online reminded me of was when everyone went in on Jason Derulo, on, Jason the, on the Savage Love God, sample, I and I was like, the guy, the poor bloke, had to take down the post, and, and no, like we just didn't have all the information. I mean, like you can be pissed that your win, that your favorite didn't win. That's fine, but like someone said on my newsfeed, top up before Sunday, fill up your credit. So that you can get enough people to, so you can vote. You can vote enough. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? I thought, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> top up your like, Top up and like, what no, the top hell? top up your credit. Top up your credit. <laughs> what, was, what was the meaning of your dramatic pauses? Do you know, online, there was a bit of controversy about Faith editing her comment. So when... I feel like people took it out of context. What Same. Her, her original comment. Her original comment. So read, read what the original... Oh, so her original comment said, we already knew Australia was going to love and pick you you're simply perfect for them she initially wrote and then she edited the caption deleting for them and replacing it with you're simply perfect for me i feel like people took it out of context to her original comment i didn't see an issue with it um, well, i mean i think she's speaking facts regardless if it's yeah. out of context yeah. or not, like. whether she wrote for them or not <laughs> sure it makes sense if anything and there's nothing wrong with her saying you're simply perfect for them because she's like hey what australia <laughs> Do I think it was rigged? No. I don't think it was rigged. Is it a reflection of Australia as a society? Yeah. Definitely. Can you use that to unpack and, you know, reflect on and unlearn certain things? Um, you possibly can, but there's there's other ways to use the the anger that you have. Mm. And also, if you're not into that kind of music, that's that's it. Yeah. You're just not into that kind of music. The show is so subjective. Music in general is extremely, if only, subjective. I think the afterwards, the music industry speaks for itself. Like, if mm. you're still mm. gigging, you're still writing music, that sort of stuff. Like, Jessica Malibu lost, but she kept moving. Yeah. Mm. And to be honest, I think with R&B, you can see it with Guy and Jessica's music. The way their music has evolved, because initially when they won, their first couple of albums, if not just their first, was R&B based. And then he switched it up to like rock as he moved forward. Like, like post-modern he, rock type. Yeah, he made, yeah. It, like, he made it more pop. I, it's because Australia's not yeah. into R&B. Hmm. Kryptonite is a mad song, but no one plays it at their wedding. But everyone wants to play folky versions of Can't Help Falling in Love. <laughs> I'm so sick of voicing guitar. I love voicing guitar, though. That's my favourite genre. Uh, I can 
It's ever since Crazy Rich Asians. That song. Because Selwyn died out. Like he was, he was Australian Stop usher. calling me, calling Shakea, me. back in the day. I, 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 you know what? I really do think Australia made Oi. some banging ass. Aussie? There are so many Aussie artists that are so good. Like, so super good. good. But they just don't eat it up here. Yeah. No. It's such a I don't shame. know what it is. Like, I feel like when it comes to the Aussie music scene, a lot of the people that pop off are like American, UK artists. The, yeah. Not when it comes to R&B scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but R&B. when it comes to... Aussie, Aussie nah, artists, they, like they, the don't, they don't get their flowers enough. Like, I can't get over how good Kai is and the fact that mm. American artists have talked about her, but still here in Oz, she's not as popular as she should be. She's not getting her flowers. I know everybody loves Keith Urban now on the show, but even he had to go to America to yeah. make to it. Blow up. And then, yeah. and then <laughs> he was claimed as Australian. As Australian, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you been to a like concerts out here? Yeah, it's weird. Don't you reckon? What do you that? mean? What do you mean? I think the crowds are weird. Australian crowds are odd. Mm, I, d- I think it depends. What type of concert are you talking about? Like when we went to the Vera Blue one. Yeah, Vera Blue and uh, Matt Corby. Mm. That poor girl is singing her heart out. No one's cheering. Yeah, but it, it, it all depends. Like the, the best concert I've ever been to was Emily King, and the whole crowd. I feel like they were musos except me because they were all singing, singing along, and it was like the first time I heard where the whole crowd would sing along and they actually sound good it kind of reminded me when we went to pj morton as yeah. well because i bought those tickets for us um oh did you now <laughs> wow did you sorry oh, i'm really into him did you? i'm really into his music <laughs> name five That's songs fake fan. um fake fan. how deep fraud. is your love his versions obviously this uh, fraud. <laughs> on my way featuring el baj um <laughs> that's from his new album <laughs> and it's Aldebarge. You know, the only reason I don't know who, who he is is because of RuPaul. Anytime a guy would come out with like curly hair, he would be like, you remind me of Oh, Aldebarge. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, it's the same. There was this one singer where, you know, you can hear the person singing and it was like super quiet, but then you would hear her over singing. Oh, so she'd okay. Be like, ah, like doing all the rest. I'm like, oh my gosh. But I like that though, because you're mm, into it. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm being judgmental as to how people listen. You know what I mean, just because you're not singing along doesn't mean you're not an active listener. Mm. Or that you're not enjoying it. Or that yeah. you're not enjoying it. But <laughs> in the same note, the thing that gets me is when people give you looks for enjoying it. Very expressing yeah. it out. Yeah. And they're like looking at you like, how does this is a concert though? For yeah, for yeah. real. Because <laughs> I that was something I had to learn because I'm not uh I was going to say, he's weird. <laughs> you know what he would do? He would fold his arms and just stand there. I think there. I've never seen a video of you. Yeah. yeah. For me, I can't. Like, if I'm into something, if, if it I will something you like. Sing. Well, I didn't know the lyrics of the song. So I was just sitting there listening. And that's how I But if sing. I was an artist that you follow and you no, know no, the no, words. No, no, I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. See, even if the music is like hype yeah. and it's moving, he's there standing there with his arms folded. I think, well, I think back, like, in the oh, day, back in the day, I think I would be happy to be into it. But then. I think living, going to college, I became very self-conscious about oh, that, that, about just about being, being into the music, about oh. being into the music. Because at PJ, I was like, I didn't even know the music, but I was having a good time. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, but I had to learn that lesson because uh, um, Sila would constantly make fun I'm of like, me. Why are you like that? And call me a security oh, guard. Why are you a <laughs> 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 me a security guard. That's also a good note because people have been ridiculed, like in what you were saying, and people have been posted online because of that. For enjoying themselves. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Yeah, when you're into it, you're into it. I think that's awesome. What is the best concert you've been to, Lamar? Uh, I'm going to say when I went to New York, one of my favorite Japanese groups. 
But then the second one would have to be probably maybe Big Bang when I saw them in Sydney. What was the name of the Japanese group? Oh, they're called Perfume. But then I also want to say Gallant because like he was incredible at Metro. Oh, wow. But then I also want to say Solange at Metro (gasps) as well. Solange would have been so good. But then I also want to say like Codeline. That was such an intimate concert that I went. But then I also want to say like (laughs) Porter Robinson and Badion. But then India Ari. Do you know what I mean? Oh, shut up. You've been to India. (laughs) When she did, um, she had a Jostone. Oh, well, she's um, like the people I really want to see before I die. Her, Mesirika. Mesirika's Kiwi, but I've never seen her live. Oh, I thought that was a Samoan way of saying Macy Gray. <laughs> It's like Macy Licker. I was like, when did you call and her Macy like, Gray? Oh, is it some, still someone like <laughs> But is yours Macy? No, sorry, no, not Macy, Macy Gray. <laughs> Macy Gray. Is yours Emily King? I would probably say she was one of my top. I loved seeing Beyonce. She's probably in the top. Um, Matt Corby is there as well. So I'll say them three are my top faves. What was what was the most disappointing concert you've been to? Mm, I'm, I'm gonna have to say Mariah Carey. Oh, really? Really? When did, what year was that? I knew because she was late. Oh, okay. What like, year was that? Uh, 2012. Was that the year she got drunk at New Year's? No. <laughs> was she, she was so late that City Rail had to prolong their, their timetable oh, <laughs> to, to accommodate for us. <laughs> to, for our, well, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. For her audience. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's, yeah, because she was late. But I mean, she's a diva, so hmm. it's understandable. But how about you? Most disappointing. disappointing. I don't know. I don't have one. What's yours? Like it was still, it was still a vibe. But I was just disappointed I couldn't sing along because she changed ar- the arrangement to every song that was iconic, which was Lauren Hill. Oh, really? Yeah, Lauren Hill. She changed the arrangement to all of her songs. And so when you try to sing along, you can't sing along. You can't rap along. I'm like, man, <laughs> I came prepared. <laughs> like this. Damn. She because she was in my. Uh, people I want to see live before I die. So she That's was, my, yeah. Yeah, that was probably my most disappointing. That's, yeah, I can feel that. But then I also can feel it for the artists who would constantly sing. No, for real. But it's like, it. but when you are prepared, <laughs> you know, when you have I those memories, those tangible memories. On the album. Yeah. <laughs> the most disappointing one, I do have it, um, is Club 3. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe because I was three. <laughs> and who else? Who else was Okay, there? there were three groups that performed at Big Top 2019. There was a, quite a lineup. Star started. First of all, Big Brothers. There's usually six of them, I think. There was only four. Disappointed. Then S Club 7 was supposed to perform. There was, I expected seven. There was only three. Lame. And then five Ooh. was the headliner. There was only three. <laughs> Again, these expectations that I had for these performances. The thing is, though, the ones who did, they made up for it. They Mm. were singing, especially Big Brothers. Like, they can still sing, sing. They are really good. And little, uh, what's her name? Joe was still singing her heart out from S Club. Tina, you know, she's doing her thing. (laughs) She can jersey and ball ball mix. Paul's getting down on the floor. My hands screaming out some more. Wanna see Bradley swing. Wanna see Rachel do her thing. Then we got Joe. She's got the flow. Get ready, everybody, because here we go. S Club. There ain't no party like an S Club party. Shake your body from side to side. It's close, yeah. <laughs> if you two win, gonna show you how. You could have made the Miss Cup five. You know what I mean? I could have done it if here. they wanted it. Yeah, I was like, they wanted it. Yeah, the boys make some noise. <laughs> Hoochie mama, show your nana. 
Show your what? Wait, wow. That I think that's the lyrics. That's They're how lying, I grew up. You dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lyric. That's the lyric. Are you sure? Now that that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's a bit dirty, but I was like, that's my instinct. I'm going to Google there. Who's your mom? No, I think it is the words. I think it's the words. I I just never really thought of it. It is. Who's your mama? Who's your mama? Show your nana. Told you. I had the lyric. I had the lyric book. Is it like Na, 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 come on. So, I don't know. What was the conclusion the the is like, go support the local artists. Like, it's yeah, not the yeah. end of the journey yeah, for When them. it comes to Tando, Faith, and Jordan, uh, when, once they start gigging, I think if you really are a fan, if you really do support them, purchase their the music, go to their gigs, share everything that they post. Like, I think that's a good way to support your, your faves. But if you also want to unpack why... Mm, unpack that unlearn and go do your research and go conquer the world we are the world <laughs> wait can you do the um cindy Lauper version please <laughs> have you seen that is that on the when all the celebrities are singing <laughs> in the, the celebrities and michael jackson's face he's just like shut the fuck because <laughs> she's more like we are the world that's so bad <laughs> like i'm bad she's so I'm bad as i <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table. I'm Sefa. I'm Sheila. And I am Lamar. <laughs> the <laughs> superstar. Wow. How, can you harmonize to that? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't vote for them. This is the reason why the streaming public vote, doesn't vote, vote which for one? these guys. Well, okay. I, I think we really split the audience there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Split your votes. Split your votes and vote for Zilla. <laughs> <laughs>